Hey, Victoria. And welcome to Entry Level for everyone who's listening. Yeah, if this is your first time with us, welcome. Go ahead and check out our trailer to get a better idea of who we are and why we started this all. Our last episode was our October report where we recapped a lot of our favorites of what we're reading, eating, playing, obsessed with recommending and treating ourselves to for the month of October. So if you want to dive into that, go ahead and listen to that episode. But if not, welcome to today's episode. (laughs) Yeah, Um, I guess, too, before we get into like the bulk of the episode, one and a two, I think we always do like a oh, how are you? How was this last week? But some housekeeping stuff. I think we've officially decided that we're ending this season at the end of the month. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So basically what that means for us in our schedule is that we plan on posting throughout the rest of the month of November. We'll take a little bit of break in December and I think come back strong as new women in 2024. So. Oh my gosh, 2024. Crazy. I know. It's one of those things that sounds like not real or like that's supposed to be so far away but here it's gonna be like 2030 something soon which is also oh my 2023 2024 when we get 2025 it's already 2030 but yeah yeah i feel like you can tell we both sound a little sleepy (laughs) recording this which i think is a little ironic given the fact that it was daylight savings last night think like oh we'd sound so rested we got this extra hour of sleep um but we decided to repurpose that extra hour to spend an extra hour outside yeah <laughs> hanging out. so i had me a little nap right before this could I have slept longer of course but you know i can't i can't keep our our audience waiting i've slept all day today <laughs> and yeah. i have so much to do like it's not like a oh i'm just gonna be refreshed blah, blah, blah. like i have things to do so yeah, I yeah. guess on that note, I was going to say Victoria's traveling this week for work. We have a great episode about that, I feel like, too, if, if that's something that you're going through or relating to now. But Yeah, um, traveling for work. Normally, I'm really excited about it. This time, I'm just not feeling it. And maybe it's because I'm, like, actually going to be working this time and not just I was going to say, the vibes. reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the reason definitely has an impact. But yeah, it's also like another part of it is that it's daylight savings. And so like it's going to be dark in New York <laughs> mm-hmm. um, very early. And so like I'm not looking forward to that either. I'm trying to have a positive outlook on it. I just think like the timing isn't ideal. Although I do think some of the Christmas stuff is up. I know like the Rockefeller tree oh, yeah. isn't up. That happens like after Thanksgiving. But I know that Bryant Park and stuff is like open. But I don't have anyone to go with. So, like, I think that this is going to be, like, a for real work trip. Like, <laughs> go into the Do office, job. hotel, office, hotel, office, hotel, leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess. I feel like, actually, I don't know if I know the answer to this question. Are you the type that's, like, um, as soon as Halloween is over, like, it's Christmas? Or do you take, like, Thanksgiving for what it is? Or are you, like... I don't start, like decorating for Christmas Mm -hmm. as soon as Thanksgiving's over I do get more of like in a festive mood as you saw on Saturday I got like a Christmas drink um I do I think I saw something it was definitely like millennial Facebook humor but it was like Christmas is a season Thanksgiving is a day Mm. I think I have that mindset like yeah like it's holiday at this point it's like holiday season we're in like the thick of or we're at the right at the cusp and beginning of like the holiday season. So like I think I more so wrap my head around the fact that like, okay, things are about to start getting busy, people are going out of town, mm-hmm. you're gonna see family, etc. Um, but I don't start like decorating now. I I'm a I wait until after Thanksgiving, girly. Yeah, I was like, I feel like I've seen so many posts already of like people putting trees up and stuff. Yeah. Which I think that something I've it's something I've grown to appreciate less only because like I lived by myself for a while and I didn't have the storage and so it's like I would buy all this stuff and I would have no place to put it like once the holiday season is over but like decorating my parents house is always really really fun um and shoot now that it's like cold and to your point it's gonna be pitch black by 5 30 p.m I think it really will start feeling like Christmas and stuff soon 
Yeah, we decorate. Like, we don't decorate until, like, we both get back from Thanksgiving usually. Yeah. Because we have a tree and stuff, which now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, okay, now that (laughs) I know that I'm not, like, renewing my lease another year, I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. now I need to start thinking about, like, okay, who's going to get what stuff. Yeah. I don't think I really am tied to that Christmas tree, so, like, (laughs) Kelsey can have it. But, yeah, we usually start, like, the day we get back. We'll, like, text each other and be like, do you want to go to Target and get whatever else? But, I mean, like, at this point, we've accumulated a decent amount of stuff in the meantime. Yeah. I feel like, too, Christmas trees are one of those things. I did not realize how expensive they are. Yeah. Like, those, like, reusable trees. Like, people will spend, like, splurge, like, hundreds and hundreds yeah, of dollars on those it trees. Was, which I'm like, I like guess it is an investment. But <laughs> I guess it's an investment. But as a kid, I just never thought – granted, we usually got, like, real Christmas trees. But I just never thought that – it was that much now that I have a better grasp on money, but yeah, honestly, both are an investment. The real ones yeah. are an investment because you have to clean like them take care up of it. all the time, yeah, um, because they shed, and then the fake ones you have to put up every year, and like I don't think we ever put it back in the box correctly. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like just in there at this point. Yeah. Um, I guess with that, we'll kind of get into the bulk or the purpose of this week's episode. Um, Tidbit for anybody that's listening, or not a tidbit, but fun fact, I guess. I typically don't come up with the titles of the episodes until after we record them to see like what the vibe is and where the conversation ended up going. So I don't have an official title for this one yet, but just something along the lines of like things we still don't know how to do. Um, And the idea for this is the tagline of this podcast too is like the podcast for people figuring it out. I think that we've referenced this in other episodes, but it's very easy to get caught up on like someone looking like they have everything together and that they have everything figured out simply from like social interactions or like things you see on social media. Um, I think also Victoria and I were kind of victims to this idea of like once you're 25, like you're an official adult, like you're grown, like you should Mm -hmm. have your life together and figured out. Um, And we simply do not. (laughs) And so I feel like this could be something that maybe turns into like a series that we can do these types of episodes every once in a while. But um, yeah, I think we just both have a couple of things jotted down that it's like, hey, we're 25 and like we still don't know how to do this. So some things that are like really relating to adulthood, like adulthood, some things that are also just like low-key kind of embarrassing. Like I would think that as a grown woman, I would know how to do this, but I don't. Yeah. Um. So hopefully this might give you some comfort or like make you feel like you're not alone in some of Mm -hmm. these things too um regardless of like what point of life you're at whether you're underage or not um but just a reminder that like we don't really know what we're doing ever so (laughs) yeah I thought that this was a fun one but also still in line with the podcast I feel like sometimes our fun episodes like don't have anything to do with podcasts this one no it's like we just like to like chit chat (laughs) we just want to talk (laughs) okay you can go first (laughs) Okay, I figure <laughs> I'm trying to think what episode was it? Oh, the one like the spooky one that we did where it ended on kind of like a oh like a serious note. I'm gonna try to not do that this time. So maybe we can start off with like the more serious things and then the podcast can end on like a lighter note on like the funnier or like not so serious ones. Sure. Um but the first thing I have in terms of like things I still don't know how to do or like don't really have a great grasp on, um, is basically like what my true opinions are versus like what I was taught growing up or what society has told me was the right way to do things or the wrong way to do things. Um, And like there are certain things I feel like I've just always believed because I was told like that's what you're supposed to do. But I feel like that relates to a couple bigger categories that I feel like I've been thinking about more so now in the recent years than I have before. Um, One would be like marriage not so much on the institution, but I think the expectation around it in terms of like you marry someone because you love them um, or, mm-hmm. you know, you should know when you're ready to get married at X amount of years being in a relationship or just like marriage is the step that everyone is supposed to take. Like if they want a serious relationship, um, I feel like that that's something that's been romanticized a little bit as I'm learning a little bit more about like the legal side of marriage too like in the rom-coms they don't be talking about debt or finances (laughs) or like custody or prenups or anything like that yeah um also like politics is one and that's not like a topic I'm going to dive into but 
again, I think a, a lot of people, myself included, have beliefs because it's like, well, this is how I was raised and like this is what my parents think or this is what certain family members or friends think. And I think it's really easy to look at people that you like respect and idolize and because you feel positive towards them, you also feel like you should have the same beliefs that they do. Um, and then another thing I had in this topic or category was like religion and faith. I feel like I feel like that's a really tough one. And I think one that I've been thinking about a lot more in recent years too, again, of like, is this a relationship or something I believe because like I said, like my parents want me to and I like, I want to appease them. Or again, like I grew up in the church and I was told that like, this is how you're supposed to do things and why. Um, and I'm not putting these things out there as in like, these are examples of things I don't agree with now, but I just hadn't really challenged myself on why I believe those things outside of what I've been told, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that will probably be not every topic, but like something that I, try to be a little bit more intentional about through especially the next few years like I don't know I just feel like your 20s are very formative Mm -hmm. anyway and I think that these are like things I'll be thinking about honestly for the rest of my life and I maybe won't have an answer or maybe the answer will just be like well this is what I was taught and like that's what I believe but trying to feel a little bit more confident and clear in terms of like personally like as an individual outside of my family Mm-hmm. Or, again, just, like, society in general, like, what I believe and why. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Something I've just been thinking about lately. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't really think I deal with that. I think I've always been an opinionated person since I was young. And I've always questioned things to the point to where, like, my dad used to consider it, like, disrespectful. Disrespectful, yeah. <laughs> but I just was literally like, but Why? So for me, like, yes, there are some things that, like, I just grew up thinking because that's what Mm -hmm. I was, like, raised to think. But I think even I talked to you about this. But I actually had a very interesting conversation when I was home (laughs) with my Mm -hmm. mom about the fact that, like, I've had sex and, like, I'm not, like, dating anybody. Like, that was a conversation that I withheld for so long from her Mm -hmm. (laughs) because like I was raised in the church and like obviously the church teaches you purity culture and abstinence and there's nothing wrong with that if you choose to like believe that and participate in it like I think it's taught to you at an age I don't know I think it can be argued both ways it can be Mm -hmm. argued that it's taught to you at an age where like you need to hear it because yeah. people do start participating in those things really early sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't in that category. So, like, for me – and I'm, like, that's partially because I was taught it so early probably. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think that that definitely, like, skewed my view of, like, sexuality and relationships and how I'm supposed to approach certain things. Mm-hmm. And so th- I had a lot of shame whenever I did, like – have sex for the first time because like I I think I had rationalized with myself I think there's like a new age of Christianity that's kind of like Mm -hmm. actually I'm not gonna like (laughs) do a blanket statement because like that's not necessarily truth like there's still like very traditional views around like sex and marriage and Christianity but like I feel like this new wave of Christianity is like a little bit more lenient on certain topics. Yeah. And I feel like it's like, okay, if you've been dating somebody for a long time and like the idea is to eventually get married, like it's Mm -hmm. not as like bad. And so I think that that's like kind of the view that I had taken when I got to college. And so I was like, okay, like I don't think I'd have an issue telling my mom like if I was dating somebody long term, like whatever else, she can put two and two together. And then, like, that just wasn't the case for me. As everyone knows, I have not had a boyfriend. And so, I don't know. I remember, like, the first time that that had happened for me, I felt so much shame around it because I was like, Mm -hmm. what's my mom going to think? Like, whatever else. And, like, I just – I wasn't purposely hiding it from her, but, like, if the topic would come up to where, like, I knew that that question was probably going to get asked, like, I'd just change it really quickly. And then, I don't know. I think I turned 25, and then I just, like, literally stopped caring. Mm -hmm. Um Mind you, I turned 25 a month ago. (laughs) Um, But I think there's this 
tweet that I saw the other day that it was like me having the random urge to tell my mom everything yes, over like lunch one day. Yeah. Like, that's literally what happened. I was just at home and I was just like divulging literally everybody's business at home to my mom. So sorry if you're in my life. My mom probably knows all of your business. <laughs> um, and yeah, I, we ended up having a conversation like over FaceTime the other day. And she was like, oh, like you shared like you did X and like I just don't understand. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's not that I thought you were going to judge me. It's just like I had to un- unlearn mm-hmm. <laughs> some like things around the church and like the shame that I felt like whatever else. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with like what I was doing, even though like I knew inherently that like, OK, I'm not going to go to hell because like I had yeah. sex outside of me. Like that's not even the thought process that I was happen- having. And that's it's crazy because it's like how I feel about other people just isn't how I feel about myself sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so like when other people would participate in those things, I'm like, it's not a big deal. Like it's their choice, whatever. Yeah. But whenever I would do it, I'd be like, oh, my gosh, like I feel disgusting. I did yeah. this, blah, blah, blah. And so like my mom and I, I had a very interesting conversation about that. And she was like, I've known you like literally since you were a kid. Like you've always mm-hmm. like had your own opinions about things. And she's like, all I can do is like raise you and like teach you certain things yeah. and then it's up to you when you become an adult to pick and choose like what you do and don't believe and like rationalize it. Mm-hmm. So we had a very interesting, insightful conversation about that. But like when you just said that, it reminded me of that. So I, I don't I can't say that like I'm dealing with that right now. Yeah. But I have dealt with it and like you like you figure out how you feel about certain things after a while. It takes some introspection. Yeah, I think it's funny when you had made the comment of like, I talking about yourself, like I grew up like questioning things a lot. Yeah, I did not ever like I think I I would always take like what my I was very much like, um, like very quick to I don't want to use the word respect, but like, I guess like follow like any authority figure I had in my life, like, oh, they're my teacher, like I have to do what they say, like, these are my parents, I have to do what they say, like, without really questioning in it. And that's (laughs) That's something funny now because I'm like, really, anybody can be a teacher and like anybody can be a parent. <laughs> like that doesn't yeah. like, you, you know what I mean? Like there's no yeah like real qualification for that. There is qualifications. I'm not saying that's like, you know, talk about teachers, but like <laughs> anybody could be a teacher. Like you don't have to agree with them, whatever. Um, And yeah, like there were just so many things I didn't really like. There's just so many things I didn't like think critically about. Like I said, I was just like, oh, my parents said this or this aunt said this, this teacher said this, like, whatever. And maybe that has to do with, like, being the type of, like, older sibling that I was, too, just always Mm -hmm. being, like, Mm -hmm. like my parents. Um, And it's interesting now, like, I think that I had started to think about these things pretty differently since being in a relationship with Noah, just because it's, like, that is, like, that's one of the closest people in my life. Like, we talk about everything, and we were raised so differently. Like, we just Mm -hmm. had such different upbringings. Um, And so not so much of it being, like, a right or wrong, but even seeing the perspective of like someone who grew up very differently than me, but also with the belief that like my parents said this. So like, this is correct, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And so like, sometimes we'd have conversations about like the future and, uh, or like I said, like politics or marriage or things like that. And I would say like, Oh, this is what I think. And he would ask me why. And I like, wouldn't really have a -hmm. response other than like, that's just what I was told, you know? Um, So I feel like that's kind of what had like sparked some of these thoughts or really, Again, just, like, trying to challenge myself, like, why do I think the things that I do? Um, So, yeah, sometimes it's, like, not scary, but it's, like, goes back to the whole thing of, like, oh, like, who am I? What do I believe? Like, why? And, like, still just kind of figuring these things out about myself. But, yeah. Yeah, I can't say – I'm not saying even that I, like, didn't just obey because I I did blindly obey. (laughs) That's how I (laughs) – ended up in that situation and it's crazy Mm -hmm. because I think I used to do a lot of things like out of fear of getting in trouble like and it was this like honestly like made up like imaginary fear of getting in trouble like I could say that my parents were strict but like they really weren't like they were just (laughs) they just had like rules in place for me to have like structure and discipline in my life like I think when I was in high school I was like oh my parents are so strict like whatever else but like I had a normal curfew I was like allowed to do things yeah, it makes sense. I wasn't allowed to go out of the state. Like, I was, like, 16. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or it was, like, yeah, I didn't need to be out past, like, 2 a.m. Like, it, it, there's, like, they're right. Like, nothing good yeah. happens after 2. So, like, now that I'm older, I can recognize those things. But even, like, that conversation that I was having with my mom, she was, like, yeah, like, when I would bring up topics like this, like, you would just get so uncomfortable, like, whatever else. Mm-hmm. But, like, 
if you would have just brought it up, like we would have like this would have been the same exact conversation that we would have had at like 16, 17. And I was like, yeah, but like, I don't know, for some reason, like when I was younger, that just like wasn't a conversation that I was trying to have. And then mm-hmm. also I was just so scared of like getting pregnant. Still am. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, I don't even want to like even remotely wrap my head around. Like I, that's what I was explaining yeah. to my mom. I was like, when you grow up in a small town and then, you know, like girls are getting pregnant in high school and like it's such a big deal and everybody's talking about it. Like there's so there's like that shame factor mm-hmm. where it's like, OK, she shouldn't have been having sex. Like she got pregnant, mm-hmm. like whatever else. And it's like really in reality, it's like not that big of a deal. Would I have wanted to get pregnant at 16? No. That's why I didn't. Um, But it's also like uh, stuff happens. You know what I mean? So it's it's weird to like look back on now. And I'm like, I was so so coming up with this like false sense of like what I thought my parents were and like Mm -hmm. this false fear of like, oh, if they find out that I do this, like I'm going to get in so much trouble. And it's like, yeah, reality, like what are they going to do? You know what I mean? Yeah. So <laughs> now I've been there too. That's and when I turned twenty five, I was like, "You are grown. Like your parents, no, are, it's you're like, not going to get in trouble for telling them that you like have had sex before. Like it's it's okay." Um. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now with that. But um, on a in a similar vein, I guess since we're doing our serious ones first, um, something that I'm still trying to figure out is my identity. I feel mm-hmm. like I've brought this up on multiple episodes. I just like don't really know myself and then like Mm -hmm. I've talked to my therapist about this and she validates me in the sense of like once you graduate you kind of go through this like identity crisis rebirth whatever I think I'm just getting frustrated because I'm like okay at this point I'm coming up on three years post-grad I can't Mm -hmm. even really say I'm post-grad at this point um and I'm like still kind of questioning like what do I like? What do I like to do for fun? Mm-hmm. Um, and just like being opinion, like not being opinionated, but like just like knowing who I am. Like even yeah. if I meet someone who I don't have anything in common with, like what do I talk to them about? And like I do think I have my go-to things. Like mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I watch sports. Like, oh, I like this. But I don't know. I think I question that sometimes. Like I will literally just be in bed sometimes and be like, what am I doing? Yeah. Um. In general, just because it's like sometimes I just feel like I'm going through the day to day, and I'm like, at the end of the day, like, who am I as a person? Mm-hmm. And like, that's also something that we've, me and my therapist have talked about, where it's like, are you like truly content in life with life? Mm-hmm. Like, if you remove everything out of your life, like any material possessions, people, like whatever else, like, do you just enjoy spending time like with yourself? And it was a hard question for me because I was like, I do spend a lot of time alone. Yeah. Because I like to be in my bed alone. <laughs> but I didn't know if I had like the answer of like, oh, I love like spending time alone. Like I love yeah. whatever else. So like that's been like a whole different discovery process of like the things that I do and don't like. Trying to cook new things, like trying to push myself out of my comfort zone to try new things. Mm-hmm. So it's been very interesting, but like I don't think I have like a firm definition of who I am, and sometimes yeah. that keeps me up at night. But for now, I'm just like okay, whatever. Yeah, I feel like that's something that I think about pretty regularly too. Um, because it's funny, even like the very surface level questions, like oh, like what do you like to do? Like mm-hmm. what music do you like to listen to? Like yeah, there's stuff like that. But like to your point. I feel like the the deeper layers in terms of like, oh, truly spending time by yourself, like what does that mean? Like what does that look like? Um, is something that can be kind of like hard to think about or really come to an answer with, especially because I feel like a lot of who we are is also made up around like how we interact with other people. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like taking away what does that look like? Um, and it's so funny. I <laughs> do you think – like, in middle school and, like, and stuff when you were younger, do you feel like you were, like, very confident in who you were? Yeah, I've talked about that with my therapist. And I'm, like, I don't know if it was, like, middle school when that changed or, like, high school. But, like, yeah, I would say in middle school, like, I was pretty confident. Like, I was, like, yeah. oh, I like Justin. Like, I was, like, the Justin Bieber girl in middle <laughs> school. And, like, I was okay with that. High school, like, I guess I was kind of the One Direction girl. And then I, like, grew out of that, like, our junior, senior year. 
But yeah, no, I think I I would say in high school is when I started to become more like self-conscious. But I think Mm -hmm. that's just like in general, like 15 through 18, like you're assessing yourself against your peers. Like Mm -hmm. your people are having these like monumental moments where it's like, I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of firsts happen in high school too. So like, I don't know. But yeah, I, I would say I like knew who I was in middle school. It's probably I feel like I like I feel like I like used to struggle with that a lot when I was younger and I would talk to my parents about it and you know even like family members and they're like oh my god like you seem so confident and like granted I think some things they had said that relative to like other people around my age like sure I could walk in a room and like socialize and I wasn't scared but like I remember I would change my answer to like what things do I like or like the way that I would dress like I would always change that around like people that I hung out with because Mm -hmm. my thought was always like well if I'm just like you like how can you not want to hang out with me but then it's also like people don't really be liking themselves like that (laughs) so (laughs) like that's funny but I think that that for me that was like a not necessarily a coping mechanism but maybe like a strategy when it came to like moving all the time because it's like think like whatever was cool you know and like what people were interested in like Mm -hmm. I feel like changes a lot like based on geography and just like yeah what's cool and like relevant for that area but I remember like yeah I I was always a reflection of like the people I hang out with for those like surface level type things um and I was like I don't know what I like like I don't know what makeup I want to try or what Aeropostale shirt like you know it was just (laughs) always like what everybody else did but I feel like that's something that I have definitely have grown out of um but yeah boy I I struggled with that a lot when I was younger (laughs) Yeah, I can't say I relate. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Made me who I am today, so it's okay. Um, The next thing I have on my list is, like, I still do not really feel like I have goals that I'm working towards. (laughs) I think it's, like, I I think that they exist in, like, small pockets of, or, like, they exist in, like, certain categories of my life. You know, like, sure, when it comes to the podcast, I have goals or things I'd like to, to do in mind um, when it comes to like work like yeah I have a goal of like getting a positive review at the end of the year or like I don't know doing well on a certain project or something um, but I think in just like the larger grand scheme of life I don't have any goals I guess that's the end of the sentence I don't really think I have any goals <laughs> or like I just don't feel like I have anything that I'm working towards and that's something that used to like really really stressed me out and like was literally on my mind every single second of every day like granted I'm not in therapy now but like when I was that was kind of the basis of the conversation because I was just like what am I like what am I doing if I'm not working towards something Mm -hmm. then like what's the purpose um which I think that goes down like a whole nother path you know in terms of just like your purpose in life and things like that but um Mm -hmm. to your point like kind of getting out of school and I've talked about this. I've I've talked about this probably too much for everybody that's listening. So sorry. But it's just like when you're in school and like when you're a student, everything is laid out for you. Like they basically tell you what your goals are. You know what I mean? Like you want to get a degree. You want to get this degree. In order to do that, you have to take these classes. And if you want to do well in these classes, like your teacher gives you a rubric and said, this is how to be successful. And like, this is how you can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like since graduating and like not having that anymore like I was just like really stressed out in terms of like also having the realization that when all this was happening or at least like when I started having these thoughts being like 22 23 and it's like hopefully I'm only like a quarter of the way done with my life and it's like now (laughs) I have the next like 60 years to to like do what you know yeah Um, and like I said sure like I can have a goal of like you know I want to have my own family one day and like I don't know also are the goals that I have based on other people like I know we've talked about this in other episodes like having friends that like own property and are like doing all these things in their life and it's like sure like maybe that's a goal eventually but like I don't want that right now (laughs) um and yeah so it's just like figuring out like what goals I have I don't know if I'm ever gonna have like a five-year three-year ten-year plan again in my life to be honest yeah um and like I think that that's something that not so much that I'm struggling with but just learning to like be okay with not mm-hmm. having that because I feel like I am such a planner and I like to look at my steps and I like to measure success and like know if I'm doing well or if I'm on track but like this track that I'm envisioning I feel like doesn't even exist <laughs> um, but it is still something that I think also kind of goes back to like figuring out who we are and like what our 
own opinions are on things. Mm-hmm. Just like figuring out like what I want out of this life and like does it need to be a goal if it does like how do I get there um but I feel like right now I'm just kind of retracting and going into like being okay just taking stuff day by day which is a new approach to life for me yeah I feel that um I can't say I have like I think I have goals in different areas of my life career-wise I feel like I keep them pretty short-term just because, like, I, yeah. at this point in my life, I'm not married to what I think the rest of my career, well, like, long-term is going to look like. I'm just, like, mm-hmm. I don't – I'm open to doing, like, whatever, honestly. Yeah. Um, like, I like I what gonna I'm bring doing in the now. Bucks. Yeah, I'm, like, I like <laughs> what I'm doing now, but, like, if something better comes along, like, I'm not going <laughs> to yeah. say no. But I definitely have, like, goals for, like, other aspects of my life. I think for a little bit I didn't, mm-hmm. but also, like, when I started seeing my therapist again, like, that was one of the first things that mm-hmm. we talked about was, like, okay, what goals can we work towards, like, whatever else. Um, so, like, I have a couple of short-term, a couple of long-term. So, like, I do agree that, like, that type of structure helps me just because, like – yeah. Well, I'll say – I do need to be better about, like, keeping them top of mind because, like, as mm-hmm. you were talking, I was like, oh, I guess I do have goals, but, like, I don't think about them every day. Yeah. Um, Like, I have financial goals. I have, like, personal goals, romantic, whatever, like, social, whatever else. So I have them all. I just don't think I do a good job of, like, constantly thinking about them, constantly working yeah. towards them. Yeah, I think what you said kind of highlights, like, more so of what I was trying to convey of like things that I'm, I don't feel like I'm working towards them to the point. And yeah. like, that's more of like a me issue too, but it's like, yeah, sure. I'd, I'd like to get out of credit card debt, <laughs> but it's like, am I actively no, I, like, like really have to making <laughs> those decisions or like, you know, like I said, like someday, like I do want to own property, but it's like, I'm not like, it's not like something I'm saving for now, which is not really something that I'm concerned about right now. But just like, I liked having that, that feeling of like, Hey, like I'm taking these steps to like work towards something. Um, but like I said, I think that's more of like a me issue than anybody else and just figuring out like how to have a healthy relationship with that type of stuff without like obsessing over it or beating myself up for like not staying on track to like reach these goals that I had set. Yeah. Um, my next one is, um, (laughs) I guess I'll stay on the same like train of thought. Um, I'm going to put these two together, budgeting Mm -hmm. and taxes. (laughs) I, this is, I'm going to set this up. So for people who don't know me, I am a Libra sun, Taurus moon, Sagittarius rising. People who are not into astrology are going to be like, what does that mean? It's not really important what it means other than I'm going to pull out some big traits for you that come out of those things. (laughs) Libras enjoy aesthetics beauty things that look good yeah taurus enjoys like looks like lux, like really nice things uh-huh. and when i tell you when those two things come together that affects my spending habits a lot <laughs> also back to what i was just talking about where i was like what do i like to do for fun what are my hobbies whatever else i like to spend money spend money specifically yeah. i like to spend money that is not mine That was so much fun whenever I was in high school, college. It was my parents' money. Um, I would randomly tell them, oh, I booked this trip to New York. By the way, I don't have any money. Like, can you put some money in my account? That was great. Yeah. Because they would – or they would see my account and they'd be like, how do you expect to go to New York City with $200 in your account? And I'd be like, I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. And then they were like, Mm -hmm. we're not sending you to New York with no money in your account. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, fixed. Now, when you're 25, like I just said also a couple of minutes ago when I was like, why am I scared to tell my mom these things? I'm a grown woman. I'm 25. Um, The other part of being a grown woman at 25 is that like you are spending your own money. Yeah. And so like um, and you can't like just go to your parents and be like, oh, I'm trying to do this. Like, can you give me money? Like, I don't know the last time I asked my parents for money. And that's like that's on purpose, obviously. Like, I'm trying to be an adult, whatever. But I just really thought I had a grasp on doing things in my head, budgeting, whatever Mm -hmm. else. And, like, I just don't. Like, (laughs) 
I really thought I had like stopped using my credit card. I didn't. <laughs> um, I checked. I told Lexi I had to put this hotel for work on my credit card, and this is prior to me even looking at my credit card statement. I was like, that amount going on my credit card, I don't want it on there. It's about fifteen hundred dollars yeah. for everyone who's who doesn't know. And I was like, just that by itself, don't want it on my credit card. Then, um, I got the charge for the room last weekend. I got the email from American Airlines that it like went through or whatever, and I was like cool now that's on my credit card <laughs> let me try to like pay something off so like my utilization isn't super high mm-hmm. i go to open my credit card and i was like it's a lot higher than i remember it being yeah and so that was one of my come to jesus moments where i was like okay girly pop you're going on this trip your car payment is due in a couple of days rent mm-hmm. was just due student loan payment i think i missed it by the way i think it was on the <laughs> On the 30th, but I'm like, if we're sending $14 billion to Israel, they can miss my little $100 student loan payment. Even, so yeah, they're fine with that. Um, so I'm like, okay, they can miss that one. It didn't knock my credit score that bad. Um, but I'm just like, yeah, I like really have to like buckle down on that. And like Lexi knows, I'm not one to like skimp out if we're going to go to dinner. Or mm-hmm. if we're going to go, like, out, I'll be like, oh, yeah, like, just call an Uber. Like, just do whatever else. Like, just do it. We were walking last night. I was asking, <laughs> though, I was asking our waitress how much my cocktail costs. Mind you, she lied to me. Like, I was I was using cash to do girl math and be like, okay, actually, this, like, this much is only going on yeah. like, my debit card, whatever else. And so, like, that's why it's funny. You were like, oh, I'm not, like, actively, like, working towards anything. I told myself, like... Literally until like the beginning of the year, probably into the new year, my I will be actively working <laughs> to like get my credit card down and like stop yeah. using it. Like after this trip, like it's I'm locking my card and I'm not using it and mm-hmm. I'm just like paying it down Um, because especially if I'm trying to move like that has to come down by the time I move like it needs to be at zero, honestly. Yeah. Um, and so at least just move out of Dallas, like it needs to be at zero. And I'm like, I think that's plenty of time. And that's a realistic goal to give myself is like the end of my lease. Cause like, that's the other thing. This is the tough thing about credit people. If you don't know anything about credit, if no, you're consistent, so listen to- if you're consistent with your payments, like if you don't ever miss a payment, but like you're use you're using the hell out of that credit card. They will keep increasing your credit card without yep. you asking. And I'm like, yep. I'm not asking these people to add on thousands and thousands of dollars to my credit line. I'm really not anything. And like, that's the thing. They know that you're trying to pay it down and they know that you are paying it down. Yeah. So then they like give you more like leeway because you look more responsible. Then add on the fact that I just took on an auto loan. So they're like, oh, she's really responsible. She, she. And so I'm just like. I need I need them to stop adding on to my credit line. Um, so that's been my issue. And like, that's what I'm trying to like for real buckle down on and be like, that mm-hmm. is my goal <laughs> from the beginning. I, I never had like real New Year's resolutions. Like <laughs> this is like my for real New Year's resolution. And like my parents warned me about this for years. They were like, yeah. do not get a credit card because you will like it will catch up to you so quickly. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, like whatever else. I remember when I would get $1,000 on my credit card and I would be like, oh, my gosh, it's so high. Like whatever else. I'm never going to financially recover. Girl, that's Trump change it's at now. A, it's at a, <laughs> a level now where I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's a good thing I'm catching it now. You know what I mean? Because I've seen yeah. other other people on TikTok where I'm like, how the hell did you like no, your No, because credit- they have they have this <laughs> moment and it's like $48,000. Yeah. And I was like, card, and we're like, stopping oh, ourselves before we get like, there. But I'm yeah. like, we... I could see this getting worse. So that's why I was like, I had a come to Jesus meeting with myself and I was like, girly, like when you get the reimbursement for this credit card, mm-hmm. like that is the first thing that is getting paid off. I said the, the nights out while they've been fun, they're getting cut. Like you don't need to go out every single weekend. Um, I was like the, the dinners, the Uber eats, like it can, yeah. it's gotta go. So, and I was like, this also, sorry, it goes into another one of mine. <laughs> <laughs> which is I don't know how to grocery shop properly because <laughs> I and it, it's hard because I actually really do enjoy grocery shopping it's like one of my simple pleasures in life something yeah. about I think I said this in a past episode something about going through a Whole Foods just just perusing just oh 
I wouldn't normally cook these scallops, but they're only $6. Why would I not buy them? I don't normally cook a lamb chop, but $4? <laughs> like, that's such a good deal. Um, and my issue is that I buy too much. And then, like, I don't do the math of, like, how many meals I'm going to eat. Like, yeah. Okay, I already know Friday, Saturday, like I'm 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 going out or I'm eating out. So like mm-hmm. I don't need to buy food for those days because I'm mm-hmm. not eating it and I'm not cooking. And like I just I, I buy too much. I, I go to Trader Joe's, you get the snacks at Trader Joe's, you're like, I don't actually have anything to make any food. Then you gotta go to the other grocery store, go get more stuff for that. As everybody knows, we are in a recession, inflation is at yeah. an all-time high. <laughs> and like I I one don't need to be going to five different grocery stores. Two, I need to, like, sit down and be like, what are you cooking this week? And, like, actually (laughs) be like, what meal am I following? What Mm -hmm. am I actually going to cook? And then go from there instead of just going off of vibes in the grocery store. Because, like, that's what I've been doing for the past couple of years. And when I tell you I end up wasting so much food because, Mm -hmm. like, I don't get to all of it. We all know that the Trader Joe's produce goes bad in, like, two days. So it's like if I don't eat that salad kit the day I get it, (laughs) it's, like, done for. It's gone. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I just – I need to, like, figure that out too because – I, and I'm, I'm sure it's really not hard. It's just hard when you like enjoy being in the grocery store and you enjoy just like chilling and like looking around and just buying new things to try because then it just ends up sitting and you end up wasting a lot of it. So that's my other one that I don't have to figure out. Yeah, this is like where I think Victoria and I are like actually polar opposites. <laughs> I feel like we are so similar in so many areas of life, but like <laughs> this whole relationship with the grocery store, like I <laughs> hate going to the grocery store. I hate grocery shopping. I've talked about this on other episodes too, but like I will pay for meal prep because I'm like that way I don't think about portions or rationing it no, out. No, and or, like, I agree, what I eat but like I get eat. so – I think it, that's the thing. I yeah. get so tired of eating the same thing. And yeah. like maybe that's because I'm fat like and I just want to have something different every day. <laughs> but like I'm like I don't want to eat that like every single week. Like I get so yeah. tired of it. And I I'm just... like, no, it, it doesn't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, and that's why I'm just like, oh, uh, like, like being in the grocery store is not relaxing to me. It's like, uh, whatever. But um, I was also going to comment on like just the whole credit card conversation. I feel like what really messed me up because I remember too, like, I didn't, oh my God, I'll talk about this too. So I <laughs> purchased my car by myself, like when I was 19, I think. Maybe Tell 20. The interest rate. <laughs> I know. That's what <laughs> I'm you told me there, that, like, oh my, my mouth dropped <laughs> when you told no, me that. No, so like, I, it was my sophomore year. It was like winter break of sophomore year. So maybe I was 19. I don't know. I was at home. I was like, okay, like I want a car. Like I live four hours away from home at this point. I was taking the AM truck back and forth. <laughs> I also just like, I wanted a car. Um, I was receiving money from the government in college because my dad was in the Air Force. So it's like I had access to a lot of money. Like my parents didn't give me money because they're like, you get it from the GI Bill, like whatever. I was like, yeah, I saved that money to buy a car. My parents told me that they were not supporting me financially for this vehicle I said okay sure fine like I don't I didn't really know anything anyway I knew that I had like I think I had like fourteen thousand dollars saved at that point and I was like wow my budget was <laughs> my budget was like thirteen thousand that I'd set for myself just based on like what I could see online like my mom was like you don't need to spend more than ten thousand dollars I said that's about, that's gonna get me a bicycle <laughs> that is nothing. Like, <laughs> no I said that's gonna get me a bike um maybe an electric scooter um and so, yeah, I had, like, set this goal. Like, my dad had taken me, like, shopping and stuff. Because I'm like, I don't know how to – I don't know what to look for to shop for in a car. I had, like – I had, like, three things. Like, I wanted a backup camera. I wanted Bluetooth. And, like, that was really it. Um, and I needed to have space because my parents also decided they were tired of, like, driving me back and forth moving me into college. So I'm like, I need to be able to move my stuff by myself. Um, and so, yeah, after a couple uh, recommendations, I'd ended up with a Ford Focus hatchback. Um, it's doing its job now, but I'm fine to let that relationship go because um, I am selling my car before I'm in Chicago. But, um, yeah, like, I remember I was with – I was at least with my dad. I don't think my mom was there. But they had taken me back, had gone through all the numbers, and, like, I wasn't really thinking about anything because it's, like, I have enough to pay this car in full. Like, I don't really care what they have to say because, like, I know I have the money. Like, I don't need to take out a loan, whatever. And then my dad was like, whoa, you should for, like, credit because I didn't have a credit card at this point. Like, mm-hmm. I just I just had money. I don't know. I just only used a debit card. <laughs> and um, the guy, the man that was selling me the car, he was like, are you going to have a cosigner? And I looked at my dad and he was like, no. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, my and gosh. And he was like – and so, of course, when they ran, like, my credit background, I had no credit because yeah. I, I just had no credit. And um, and so they had, like, put out all the numbers, and he was like, 
yeah, the interest rate, because I was so young, because I was like 19, <laughs> I had no credit, I had no cosigner, <laughs> my credit limit was like 26%. And at the time, like that didn't- Your interest rate. Or yeah, my interest rate was like 26%. And That's horrible I was like, in case anyone's oh, wondering. <laughs> well, I remember Victoria was telling me, she's like, oh, yeah, it's like it's like 5% or something <laughs> like that. And I was like, girl, like they would have like they were they would have taken my ass out. It's because um, it's because also I was talking about through my credit union. Like if you yeah. finance through a credit union, you can get it as low as like 4.9% or something. And so when you yeah. told me 26, I was like, damn. No, I was like, it that's had to- crazy. <laughs> and, you know, I didn't, I didn't know any of that. And I was, I was complaining like, about okay. mine. And mine is <laughs> was like not even as cl- like close to 26. No. And like I was like, uh, like I just had no concept. Like I didn't know what that meant. Like I knew what like interest meant in general. But like I said in my head, I'm like, well, like I know I can pay this off. So like whatever. And like I look at my dad and he's like, what? Like does that sound okay? And I'm like, I don't know. Like I don't know. But it ended up being fine. I paid off the car. I put like a lot of money down. I, I barely had anything to pay. I paid it off in like a few months. But um, that whole situation, I was just like, okay. And I was like, so I think it's time for me to get a credit card. Um, And it's funny because, of course, when I got my first credit card, I had like no credit limit anyway. So it didn't really matter. But what really messed me up about that was like the timing of these credit cards because I I didn't really understand <laughs> what like the pending payments meant versus like oh what had already been charged. That shit pisses and me so off. it's like no, so it's like I'll put it on there and I'm like, okay, yeah, like I paid for this. I put this on my card <laughs> X day, like and now I'm paying. And then off I open my I account. Yeah, yeah. And like I think I had already paid it off. And then a month later, like, I see and then it on the statement. Like, days no, it's no, and it's like a month I said, why is this still? And it like, feels what like you, you didn't even pay it off. It's like no, oh my exactly. Gosh. Like it's pretend money. And I'm like Oh, and then like when you have multiple credit cards and it's like, okay, when is your like statement date end versus like when your payments are due and like all of this stuff. And I was like, oh my God, like I literally have a calendar for like, okay, this will close on this day, meaning that like Mm, this is paid then and like whatever. Um, But like, that's how I feel like they really got me because in my head, I thought I was paying all this stuff off right away. And like, I definitely was not. Yeah, I like it stuff. And it depends on like what the company is on when it posts like yes some stuff will post like pretty much the next day some stuff will post like five days later and i'm like i was trying to pay off that thing and now That's what i'm saying paying like off, i thought like, it else. was yeah no yeah. I, I thought i thought that was done and then it's it still shows up, and, and it's and like, like for oh, me wow. i can pinpoint point the exact moment where my credit utilization took a turn and this is why you don't need to be chasing after people that you see on instagram doing xyz because everybody was like oh my gosh like last year you had so much fun like whatever else yeah i will say i was traveling (laughs) last year i was traveling my ass off last year like and most of those were work trips so like those were paid for i let me start from let's start from (laughs) let's start from march of last year march rachel's bachelorette that was Uh palm springs joshua tree then we lexi and i went to scottsdale Yep. Then I went to New York for work. New York for work again. Um, I went to Hawaii. No, mm-hmm. no. I went to Vegas for Rachel's wedding. I went to Hawaii to go visit Rachel. I came back, spontaneously booked a flight to Europe. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it turned. Like a trip, a trip to turned. Europe. Like <laughs> Honestly, it turned when I booked my flight to Hawaii, but I, I justified it so well because like, it I was like it a was good maybe deal, like, wasn't it? It was like a $300 flight to Hawaii because yeah. I was going for like 10 days and I bought a Southwest flight and it like that was justified. But then when I was in Hawaii, like I just spent a whole bunch of money because it's expensive over there. And then this is where I messed up. I came back. I was like, oh my gosh, I've been traveling so much this year. When you sign up for whatever airline credit card you get, they're going to give you a great <sighs> sign on bonus. They're yep. going to give you all these miles. Like, they're going to be like, this is one round trip ticket internationally, multiple domestic flights. I said, okay, like, that's a mm-hmm. deal. Like, I, I'll sign yeah. up. So I was like, I'm going to redeem my my flight points for an economy seat to <laughs> an economy one-way seat to Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. And that's what I did. And that is where everything took a turn. Barcelona was fine. London was super expensive. And, like, that's just where I should have stopped. But then... Lexi's friends were going to Vail for <laughs> for New Year's. And I was like, okay, well, everybody's going to be gone for New Year's. Like, what am I about to be doing for New Year's? So I was like, and I, I paid my deposit. And I remember, do you remember when I told you this? I was like, actually, I feel like I shouldn't go. I was no, like, I think ha- I'm going to like. We had this conversation for so many weeks. I was and like, I, was like, I feel like my bank account is like not going to look good after this trip to Vail. And then I, you were like, 
okay, but you already paid like the ha- like whatever else. And you're like, well, if you don't go, like, are you going to pay your Airbnb? Like whatever else. And I was like, I'm not going to like make people have to pay more like because of me because like I pull out last minute. So I was like, I could just like take the L and like lose, you know, however many hundred dollars on the Airbnb. But then like I'm still saving money because like I'm not going snowmobiling. Like I'm not mm-hmm. going, I'm not, I'm not paying for the, the trip to Vail, like whatever else. And I was like, you know what, Victoria, like you only live once, like 24 is your year of yes. Like, and I, I did, I said yes to a lot of things last year. Um, and I just should not have said yes to that trip because that set me up so yeah. long for the start of my 2023. Like I just, <laughs> <laughs> and I remember we got back and I said, oh my gosh, I need to sit down after this. No, so, like once I got all the text of like, once we got all the text of like how much we owed, like yeah. I think that was the first time I think I probably, I think. I after all of that I had like two hundred dollars in my bank account or no. something like that because no, it's also it like when you, you use Zelle like everyone's like oh is Zelle it Zelle comes from <laughs> like, your that's from your bank, bank account. account like that's real money and so that I was like okay account. sure and then I was like oh my god and then of course like we get back because also it was a New Year's trip so we got back like the second or third rent was due as well rent so was it was like due. so much money was coming out of my account and I was just like oh my yeah. god so that's your sign to like not keep up with the joneses like <laughs> i was not even trying to keep up with the joneses i was just like oh this sounds fun this sounds fun it was fun yeah. i had the time yeah. of my life i made great memories but yeah, my bank account was, was just trip. like i just did not make the right choices afterwards and like here we are once again i did not plan for my car to get stolen in july <laughs> that was a whole other financial burden on me now like that is i that's a whole nother payment that i'm gonna have for the yeah. next five years because <laughs> my car got no. stolen so like <laughs> No, I remember, like, I was there's, like, there's things that you months? have to plan for. Yeah. I was like, there's things that you have to just like have an emergency fund for that. I just didn't have an emergency fund for And I had to have those tough conversations with my Ooh. parents when I, and they sat down, we, we opened the financials and we had a tough conversation that night. But anyways, yeah. all that to say, um, I, I keep learning the hard way and it's like one day it's going to have to click. Um, mm-hmm. so that's why this new year's. I'll be sitting down. I'll be in the house. I'll eat my little 12 grapes under the table to see if I get a boyfriend next year. I'm dead. And then that'll be that. Anyways, what's your next one? Um, I feel like I've kind of, we, I feel like we've already kind of transitioned into like the less serious things. Um, so I'm going to go there. Both of mine revolve around just like being a girl and like beauty and all of this. So two things that I have that I, don't know how to do at my old age of 25 I don't know how to lay my edges um and I also don't know how to do a full beat like when girls like do like a full face of makeup to go out like I I just I don't know how to do it like I've watched tutorials and I feel like I've seen I've seen tweets where it's like you know someone will post a birthday or like post a selfie like it's like (laughs) their birthday or something and then it's like oh you're doing too much and then someone will come back and be like are you just saying that because you don't know how to do it? And, like, that's <laughs> me. Like, I I couldn't look like that if I tried. And I think that's also just amplified in this – I feel like we're out of it now, but just, like, you know, like, when IG Baddie was, like, the beauty standard and it's, like, everyone's, like, brows are so sharp and, and the highlighting was all in the right places and, like, all this kind of stuff. And, like, I just never caught on to that. I look natural because that's all I know how to do. Um, and then, again, back to edges, it's just, like – I've tried. It's so sad. I've watched tutorials. I've tried to buy the right type of like (laughs) gel and brushes. And I'm like, maybe it's just the way that my hair is set up, which is what I've told myself to make myself feel better about it. But I think it's just like, I just don't know how to do it. And (laughs) it gets to the point where I wear a slick back a lot, which I'm trying to grow (laughs) out of. But, um, you know, like around my temple, I like swoop those a little bit. And like, I call that a day. No one has really ever called me out on it. And I don't think this was her intention, but Lee said something about it. Like when we were in Chicago, <laughs> like she was like, have you ever tried to do your edges? And I was like, uh, <laughs> no, she's so like, she's like, like she's she like, doesn't realize like, that no. she's like low key being offensive when she no. says it. Like, or she'll be like, will you let me do your makeup today? And I'm like, no, she doesn't. Yeah. No, she was always like, she's like, you should let me do your edges. And I was like, uh, I'm like, yeah. damn. Okay. Like, sure. <laughs> no. And like, it definitely was not me, but it was just so funny because I was just like, it's not that I don't do them because I don't like them. It's like I physically do not know how to like do them in the way that everybody else does. Um, but yeah, it's just funny because sometimes I just be looking at myself and I'm like, girl, like you're an adult. And then especially I see all the all the middle schoolers get ready with me on TikToks and they have a full beat and their edges are done. <laughs> and so I'm just like, oh, I have some catching up to do. I have no interest in like doing my edges. It's not the look for me. I'm not interested. I've just never even tr- I've never even known what it could look like. 
but yeah i like think i'm just now getting to a place where i know how to do a full beat but that's just because i've started getting like full coverage products <laughs> like everything that i used to buy was like so yeah and i'm like maybe that's like, it too. like i'm not buying the right stuff i'm telling you know. like me starting to use the nars creamy concealer i was like oh this is how people like <laughs> have a full beat like this is because i was need. like yeah yeah because like and i will say it's been a game changer like i my makeup looks a lot better in my pictures and i'm like okay maybe they're onto something with not being like what's it called um what's it called when it's like the no makeup makeup i guess that's it yeah um the no makeup makeup look like yeah if you're going out your face needs to be made up sorry yeah no even like i've just started i was funny i was texting chase about this but like i would wear like i know how to do like a top liner like wing like a winged liner but i was never one to wear eyeliner like in my waterline or anything Mm -hmm. like that um, and I tried it for the first time, actually, when we were in Chicago. And I was like, this is so small, but I feel like I look so much older. But again, girls been yeah. doing this since high school. It's I like little you. things like that. Yeah. Like those pictures that I was in, I was like, oh, my gosh, I look so old. Because I did yeah. that, like, smoky eye <laughs> that day. And I was like, yeah, uh-huh. oh, my gosh, I look old. And, like, that used to be my complaint was, like, I feel like no matter, like, how I do my makeup, I always still look, like, 18. Um, yeah. And that's why. I use grown woman behavior. Yeah. This is my last one. I didn't really have that many fun ones. Sorry. Um, this one's like, I'm not serious, but it's like, I don't know. Um, mine is how to not rot on weekdays. And I mm-hmm. think that Lexi's going to disagree with me because she always says you do stuff during the week all the time. And like, I try to, but also like, especially when it gets to like this point of the season when it's like yeah. starting to get dark earlier. It's really hard um, not to just, like, rot in bed after work. Um, And also, like, when I was doing all that stuff, work wasn't, like, super busy. So, like, Mm -hmm. it's a little bit easier to be like, oh, now I'll just go do whatever else because I'm not, like, drained from work. Yeah. But now we're getting into that period where it's, like, end of the year reporting, planning. And it's just taking it out of me, like, every single day. (laughs) And I'm like, I literally will log off and just, like... I think I told you this. Like, I get decision fatigue. Like, I won't even watch mm-hmm. anything on TV. Like, I'll just be mm-hmm. on my phone until I go to sleep. And I don't want to do that anymore just because I'm like, you're 25. You're young. These yeah. are the years you're supposed to be out and shaking your ass, as Kylie Jenner says. <laughs> um, so, like, I'm trying to. Also, outside costs money. So, like, that's the other yeah. thing. Um, but, yeah, I need to, like – I know I say this quite literally in every episode, but I need to get a hobby – so I can, like, find a reason to, like, do things after work, which I guess I could work out, but I don't like working out at night. So, like, I need to find something either. else to do. Yeah. No, I feel the same way. I think it's, like, I say that about you relative to me. Like, I'm like, oh, like, I think compared yeah. to, like, what my week, <laughs> like, compared to what my weekdays look like, I'm like, no, like, you have plans. Like, you have dinner plans. I feel like, a, like, regularly throughout the week, like, trivia yeah. on Tuesday nights, like, stuff like that. Um, whereas I feel like I don't have any of those things in place right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's something like, I wish I was better about it, but I don't necessarily feel bad per se, but it's like, I just know I like to be by myself during those periods. Um, and I have a couple more, I'll just keep it like quick though, since we're at the end of the episode. Um, I was thinking about this when you talked about like grocery shopping, I don't know any recipes like at all. Like I actually don't know how to make anything and I know I can follow a recipe, but it's like, if I was like, oh, let me just whip up something that I know how to make, like, I don't have any of those um, because wow. my meals, yeah, no, my meals are like a chopped vegetable, rice, and then like a protein. Um, but like, that's about it. I don't, just off the dome, I don't work know, on like, that. I just like, don't really care to though. That's the thing. To me, like, that's not like, like, sure, like I can buy a piece of salmon and like put down sesame oil and like soy sauce and like lemon like I can do stuff like that but like to me that's not a real recipe like that's just throwing something together. so then what are you talking about like like maybe I'm thinking about like stuff that requires like measurements that, like oh I take a fourth me. of I take a I just that's kind of stuff I just like eyeball um but it's like oh like I need a fourth of this and mix with a, a quarter of that and like I just don't know but like I said I also don't care to because like that's not enjoyable to me and I don't think it'll ever be um, I also don't know how to like change a tire or really do any maintenance yeah, on my car. You don't need to know how to do it's that. something. <laughs> that's what I tell myself, and like I really don't need to now, especially that I'm selling my car. But it's one of those things. Like sometimes I'd be looking at people that are stuck on the side of the road, and it's like I'm glad I have insurance, but like if I didn't, I wouldn't really know what to do. Yeah. Um. 
But yeah, those are just a couple of things I had written down for today. This list could honestly go on and on and on. And if we feel the need, maybe we'll have a couple other episodes. Yeah. Um, but hopefully this was relatable or maybe you're listening to this and like y'all are so behind. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, like I said, the idea was maybe that this will bring you some comfort. You don't feel so alone if these are things you struggle with too. Um, or just a reminder that even though we have relatively curated Instagram stories and feeds that we don't really have it all together. So also very true. Yeah. If you yes. made it this far in the episode, thanks for listening. Go ahead and read the podcast five stars wherever you're listening. And then follow us on Instagram and TikTok at the intro level pod with two E's. And yeah, hope you have a good rest of your day, night, afternoon. I think that's the only other options. Yeah, no, I think you covered like all your bases. <laughs> um, so we'll catch up with y'all next time. Bye. Right, bye.